everyone. This is Charles Murphy hanging out with Charles Villanueva. We are honored to have a special guest tonight. David Langell, who plays Phil Jones on WandaVision, has graciously agreed to join us for an interview. Uh, David, how are you doing tonight? And thank you so much for joining us. Uh, uh, it's my pleasure to be here. I'm doing great, Charles. Thanks for having me. Charles, how are you doing? I know you're up. This is up early for you. It's pretty early, but I mean, how could I miss this opportunity? It's like, <laughs> it's currently, it's not that early, but at least for me, I'm a night person. It's, it's currently 10 a.m., but I woke up at 9, and I just had to do it because uh, I want to talk to David because he obviously blew everyone away with that crazy-ass funny one-liner in, in the last episode. Obviously, he's been around in the past two episodes, so I definitely want to ask him a bunch of stuff. So thank you for joining us, David. Well, good, mo good morning to you. <laughs> and good evening to you guys, yeah. Thank you. And, uh, and David was was also gracious enough to join us in our watch party on Friday night and got to hang out in the Discord with our with our Discord members, and we had a blast in there. Um, and, and it was a surprise, right? So when he showed up, people just lost their minds. And uh, and it was funny. I, I know that you probably saw in the, in the Discord right before you... We, we stopped the episode to introduce you, right, when Phil had the one-liner. And as soon as Phil came on screen, everyone's like, oh, my man Phil's here. And they were just... So your character is <laughs> really... Your character has really, really uh, become a huge fan favorite, and, and it's great. Um, so we, I want you to talk to, the, to us a little bit, if you can, about how you got the role. Um, and, and I know that there's kind of a really great story behind that. We'd love to hear that. Yeah, well, I'm an actor in L.A., and, uh, you know, I audition for stuff all the time. And I had this audition come in for... Uh, for a Marvel project, but I didn't know what it was for. And, uh, and the way auditions are happening or have been happening in the last few years is through self tapes. So you actually record yourself from home or with someone who knows how to operate equipment. So I put myself on tape and uh, submitted it. And uh, I got, I got some feedback that they liked me, but they wanted me to do some other, characters so they wanted to see me for uh, to audition for other roles so i did uh yeah I, I auditioned for three different characters and then i uh, about a week later i got a call asking me to be a reader so i didn't know what that meant exactly but uh they invited me to show up at a table with the production team and um and kind of read through different characters and fulfill different roles in, in you know, the pre-production process. And at that point, I still didn't know if I was hired. So I was just going on good faith. My agent was like, well, you, you got to go. I was like, yeah, of course yeah. I got to go. Um, so I went. And then uh, by the end of the week, uh, they, they told me that uh, I was going to play Jones. And, uh, wow. and I was really, really excited. And um, I, I didn't really understand the magnitude just from just from seeing like the page to the reaction now because i i've done a lot of these kind of co-star day player roles where you kind of show up and you have a scene or a couple of lines but th th none of them have gotten the reaction that that phil jones has gotten in in <laughs> yeah. wandavision not at all not even close no this is uh this is great i know 
while we're on that on that subject, you talked the other night about uh, how you haven't been able to get a lot of sleep and you've had all kinds of texts and phone calls. And there's just been like literally a massive fan response to your character. They love them. They love the character. They love the one liners as they I think everybody knows that they're only going to get a, li a limited amount of time of fill each episode. And it's just like they cherish it so much. How is how is landing yeah. that role changed your life just over the past few weeks? Well, it, it's it's made me much more active on social media this week than I've ever been. Um, uh, just a lot of interaction. A after I did the the, the watch party, uh, a lot of people started engaging with me through Twitter and Instagram uh, just from that. So that mm -hmm. was fun. Um, but but yeah, the, the first night on January fifteenth, uh, like I said before, it, uh, it it felt like my birthday because because everyone I know <laughs> was kind of contacting me to congratulate me to say hello and 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 it went on for you know more than a day and then there were there were some tweets about me someone uh someone called me muppet david schwimmer which was cool <laughs> you know. I, I i there's been a lot of schwimmer stuff and i don't yeah. mind that i you know i i i've heard that for 27 years that I uh, I look like Ross from Friends or David Schwimmer. I think it started out I look like the guy from Friends with the monkey because the first season <laughs> he had a monkey and uh, and you know I was real young. I mean I, I was 12 but I still looked like David Schwimmer and um, and yeah no it's it's been it's been awesome and then, and then the, and there was an article written like, like this the secret behind the swimmer david swimmer look alike i was like well we'll, we'll explain it all i was like okay explain it you know yeah i've i've seen a couple of of uh of like full-fledged articles written about the comparisons look alike between you and swimmer i think that's great um it's so funny i wonder if he sees it <laughs> i hope he's got he probably to. does yeah yeah he's got he may, to yeah he, he may finally be aware of me <laughs> after all these years because i've certainly been aware of him right yeah your time in the spotlight right now um i think your character has like some some great one-liners um in each episode it seems like he's got like this little this little gem that we get uh a couple questions for you on that like which one do you think has been your favorite one so far and are all of those right out of the script or have you been able to improv any of those or how, how's that been working uh, everything that I've seen has been from the script. So, uh, you know, the writers were awesome in, in creating this kind of sitcom world to kind of establish authenticity to each individual era. And, and I, I think they did a great job with the, with the writing and, and, and really gave me gifts to have these zingers just thrown in and, and, and just, you know, comedy gold, thank God. Um, but my favorite one, I mean, the one from this last episode just really, really resonated yeah. with people because, you know, Dottie gave me that great lead in. Yeah. And all I had to do was say three words. Oh, thank God. And <laughs> it just. It, Plus, it, 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 what makes that joke so good is that sigh of relief. That look yeah. he does. Oh, thank God. It's like, <laughs> oh, my God. It's such a fantastic needle drop that, that really makes the joke work. It's so funny, it's, and I, I I've had some people text me the meme of it or or the yeah, uh, GIF, the GIF, you know, the like the live 
form. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's just so cool to to be to be in a small slice of something so much bigger and then it for it to be distributed, you know, so quickly and 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 so broadly, it's yeah. uh it's really I mean, it's amazing for me that I, I I can just sit back and watch kind of it all explode in front of me. So I gotta ask in that particular scene, how long did that moment take take to shoot? Was that one take? Was that a several takes? How, like, can you share something about what happened yeah, that, during that day? That, that was a, a short day for me. Uh, that's the only thing I did that day. I think uh, I had like an afternoon call time and I think I was there for about two hours. Uh, it was oh. a weird day. It was, um, there were a lot of fires here in California yeah. in the fall. And this was like the worst day of the fires. So I remember Whoa. driving on the 405 with just gray, oh, wow. orange, raining uh, debris, like, like just bits of particles in there. And so, um, I remember that day being very strange and they they didn't want things to take too long. So I went, uh, got dressed, went in my trailer, makeup, hair, and uh, got in a golf cart. It was it was my first day working in COVID. That was my first day back. Oh. So, you know, I got I got in the golf cart. It was very specific. I, I, I took a seat behind the driver and they said, no, you're going to have to sit in, on the other side. So like wow. Caddy Corner to the driver. Uh, so they were they were real, you know, it was the beginning of it. So, you know, the protocols were enforced to the to the letter. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I showed up on the set. It was inside one of those sitcom houses and and uh, sat down in that chair, opened up the newspaper. I remember like <laughs> Thinking how, how long are my arms, you know, like how, how much distance do I need, you know, and it looks great in the shot. You can see my face, you can see the newspaper, you can see Dottie and, uh, and the lights went out. And I remember while we were filming, I, it was hard for me to see the lights going out. So wow. I just kind of had to wing it. And it, it, it looked, it looked great. It looked so much better than what it felt like at the time because <laughs> I, I, I couldn't tell that the lights actually went out. I don't know why. It was a subtle effect, but on camera, it looks great. Yeah. It, no, that, that whole scene is great, yeah. Yeah, but I was, I was home before dark. I, I was only there for a couple hours that day. Is it weird sort of filming during COVID? I'm assuming that, is, that wasn't the first thing you actually filmed, but going in from pre-COVID when you guys were filming the other episodes and then jumping in when the pandemic was happening... Like how big of a jump was that for you, as a as a working actor? Was that super hard to adjust to? Well, yeah, at first because you know we spent so much time at home doing nothing. Like we had, I mean, the whole yeah. world, right? It was like six months where you didn't even want to go. I mean, it's it's still not good, and and you know, in LA right now, it's like it's still they're telling us not to go food shopping or to wear two masks. But um, but during that time, I got real comfortable not working. And, you know, it, it, so when, when I had to go back, it was like this whole rush of fear about being around people and, you know, performing at a high level. 
And so you have those fears, but then once you show up and you see that everyone's following the protocols and, and you, you are being tested, you, you kind of enter the bubble and you feel safe. And once you kind of have that feeling of safety, you, you start readapting to that normal where it's okay. And then you, you're able to work and perform and feel safe and, uh, and not be weird around other people. I remember the first day back in the group when we did that magic show, oh. um, someone said to me, this is my first time around people in like six months. Wow. And, and, uh, and it's like, yeah, yeah, here we are. I mean, we're just like, kind of going back into it. And, uh, but the fact that we all had rigorous testing at least three times before we showed up on set made it all okay. And everyone was wearing not only masks, but shields and and practicing social distance and safety really on on every every level that you can think of was covered and and thank goodness we we finished without any any hitch yeah, yeah it's that and that is um something that resonates with me as i you know like sat home from march all the way till the fall and then i walked back into school and uh and just was like you said just terrified like oh my god there's people everywhere and how do you how do you get around it? But it's crazy as you, how fast um, we can can adapt to that new situation again, and how we can kind of put some of those fears behind and, and get to work. And I, I'm surprised. I did not know that that uh, that magic show was was filmed that late in the game, coming up in the in that second episode like that. That's that's um, it's crazy because that's some of the best stuff that we've seen so far. That yeah, I mean, Bettany's hilarious in that. The whole audience is really funny. That whole thing put together is hilarious. And there, you would never read any of that fear or hesitation on any of the actors' parts during that. Yeah, no, he's so good. Every, every, everyone is so good. Um, and living it in color and then seeing it in black and white, it's, it's pretty trippy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of black and white, uh, obviously the, the two episodes prior was like 50s and 60s and now 70s. Is there a particular era that sort of you uh, that, that resonates with you the most? As far as all the stuff that we're getting, also we're getting 80s uh, this week, and then 90s the next, and then the, the 2000s. What is your like favorite moment of uh, the sitcom era, just for you? Uh, this last one was really great. I really liked how my mustache fit into the 70s so, <laughs> so effortlessly. And then with the sideburns, yeah, it um, for for fifties and sixties, I had to shave my sideburns because it wasn't period. Uh, but thank God they let me keep the mustache. Um, but but yeah, I, I the between between the facial hair and the clothes, and just being in color uh, of the nineteen seventies plus the music theme song, yeah. um, I, the the seventies era re really was fun. Uh, and uh, I, I love that they put me into the the opening credit montage coming yeah. out of that library, running down those stairs. So it looks so funny. <laughs> you mentioned the mustache. And, and I think that, that when we talked in the watch party the other night, that got a lot of attention and people, people want to know the story behind the stash. We want to tell us what the kind of re retell some of that, that you told us the other night. Sure. The watch party. Yeah. You know, I, I've, I've been an actor uh, for a while and, and when you, when you break into showbiz, you know, and, and, and figure out how to start working, you kind of experiment with different looks and, and character feels. So um, 
I had an agent once tell me that he wanted to see character photos. So this was when I was younger, pre-mustache. And so I, I, I experimented with like different glasses, just different uh, clothing combinations. And like one, one headshot, I, uh, I put on makeup and, and did my hair like a goth kid. So I, I did all <laughs> this different stuff. And as I got a little bit older, I, 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 I expanded that a little bit with facial hair. So I started, you know, doing the mustache, the beard, sideburns, long hair, short hair. And, and the one look that really started getting me work was just the mustache without the beard. So I booked a couple jobs and, and then booked a few more. And, and I just decided to go all in on the mustache, like, and go really heavy duty. And then plus the pandemic, I didn't shave, so like in that in that episode too, you see my mustache is just so big. And, uh, and, and episode three, I mean, really on this show, uh, my my mustache is just so mighty. I recently trimmed it, so uh, and I'm looking back at those pictures and like, wow, I really had a huge mustache. Um, I mean, it's still big, but but it's uh, a bit more tame right now. Um, but yeah, uh, the last time I shaved was uh, for a role on a period TV show that took place in the 1950s for Masters of Sex. I, uh, oh. I, I played a patient in a masturbation study and they were, <laughs> they were measuring my ejaculate trajectory. I don't know if I can talk about this stuff on your show. That's but, fine, say yeah. fine. Um, but uh, yeah, I was clean shaven in that. <laughs> well, I, when, I mean, if you're gonna get a, a true evaluation of ejaculate trajectory. You cannot have a mustache adding any resistance at all. That, that's got to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. The, the 1950s, uh, they, they didn't want me to have it. Uh, so uh, that was the last time I shaved, which was in 2014. It was right before my sister got married. Uh, so I was clean shaven for her wedding. Or oh, I had a little stubble. But, uh, but since then, I have not had a bare lip. Yeah, and now it's now I think with this, everyone loving Phil so much. I mean, that's that's they're gonna that that thing's never going. You're gonna have that forever. Yeah, I mean, if someone wants to hire me uh, for a role without a mustache, I'd be fine with that. But uh, <laughs> until you know, it's it's that's negotiable if you know what I mean. <laughs> right. Yeah. You you mentioned um, that in earlier on that you had the the script you had, and you didn't really have a sense of, of how, maybe how grand of a scheme of things there were to this. And I mean, like Marvel Studios is well known for their secrecy. Like they, we, we know that like people only get their pages of the script and they don't even know what's going on in other parts of the show, or they don't really have any idea of anything outside of their bubble. What's that like working on a project like that with all the secrecy surrounding it? Yeah. Well, in the age of social media, it's a little bit tricky because one of my favorite things to do is to get on a set the day that I work and take a picture of me in my trailer, my dressing room in costume and like post a selfie and just kind of let everyone know that I'm working. So on a show like this, I really couldn't do that. I couldn't uh, announce that I'm on the show on IMDb. I, uh, I just couldn't publicized it at all. I did my buddy's podcast and he wanted to talk about it. I said, I can't, I can't talk about this until, until the show comes out. So, uh, it was difficult and a bit frustrating, but you know, I just kind of embraced 
the fact that I didn't have to do the marketing. So I was just chilling, which, you know, I'm good at chilling. <laughs> um, and uh, I just focused on, you know, marketing other things that I had going on, which, you know, w wasn't that much last year because you know a lot of projects were pushed. Um, I was supposed to be in a film that was released last summer that's been pushed to next or, or this uh, summer of 21. Uh, a couple, a couple of films actually, and uh, yeah, and this show. So I, everything was pushed down the line, and and it's been a, a, a long time to just sit on this information, which is yeah. such a juicy bit of 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 my career right now. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm thrilled to be able to share it now. What what percentage? There's there's obviously. Um a big mystery going on here. We know from the episodes we've seen vision vision says that we know something's not quite right from what percentage of the big mystery going on in WandaVision are you sure of even as someone who's been part of the cast? Well, you know, all that stuff, I'm still scared to comment on, you know, the, the mystery of the show, you know, I'll, I'll let that kind of, marinate in, in in the Twitterverse and you know you guys can chat about that yourselves uh, <laughs> but I don't want to get in I don't want to get in hot water um, right. <laughs> but, but look the, the 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 show is is great uh, obviously there, there's a lot of mysterious stuff happening and uh, it, it's look I, I I'm not as hardcore about it as the fans are so it's it's difficult for me to even keep up with it so mm -hmm. i'm not even gonna try you know safety first there are <laughs> there are so many crazy theories that that are that are going on out there and i don't i read an interview today with uh with jack schaefer one the head writer and and she was even herself she's like man some of these theories are brilliant she's like i didn't mean for that thing to be in there but i'm gonna say that i did she's like that i'm gonna i'm gonna take credit for it now she said like some of these fans who uh, who spend you know like us we spend so much time thinking about this stuff um i want to ask you about one in particular and i know that um like you said there's you're pretty there, there's only so much you can say but one of the great theories that we have out there actually comes from one of our writers and um your character phil jones is one of the only one of wanda and vision's neighbors who actually shares a name with a comic book character and in that in the comics, his character is actually married to a real powerful sorceress named Arcana. Um, and it seems like we know Dottie's a big shot in Westview. Is there anything you can say about her? Is there more to Dottie than meets the eye? No comment. <laughs> I love that. I love it. <laughs> fair enough, man. It's fair enough. We don't we don't want you to get in hot water with the Marvel snipers. Totally fine. No, we don't want that. We, we we want Phil Jones to to be alive and well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if there's a second, if there's a second season of Wandavision, we want more of Phil Jones. We definitely, yeah. and we want we want David back in the role. Yeah, look, it's uh, I, I I'm I'm an actor, and you know, getting work is difficult. So any any potential for work to continue, you know, but you know, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? You, you mentioned you have a, a couple of projects that got pushed. Um, do you want to tell us what we, what we can expect to see you in next? What's coming up for you? Sure. Uh, on, on the day that WandaVision has its finale is also the day that uh, Coming to America 
comes out. So I have a small part in the new Coming to America Whoa. film. And uh, which is very close to my heart because yeah. I'm yeah. from Queens, New York, and uh, and 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 those films are, are just a love letter to Queens. So um, wow. I have a small part. Don't blink, or you'll miss <laughs> me. But, but I should be there. And uh, and then this summer, the the film that was postponed from from last summer is Disney's Jungle Cruise. So I'm going to be on the boat with The Rock in uh in the jungle and uh and that's that's gonna be a lot of fun too and then i have a couple of tv shows i got a part on bosch on amazon mm -hmm. and then also on the disney channel for kids um raven's home the spinoff of that so raven so uh you know it's good I'm, I'm very blessed to have had some work you know recently and also for old work to be pushed so it's all coming out you know uh, in in a way that that uh, makes me look real busy so you know i'll take that <laughs> i i uh i know we said this the other night when i talked but i absolutely wore out my vhs copy of coming to america when i was a kid um eddie murphy was one of my favorite actors growing up some of the comedies he did in, in coming to america just absolutely killed me um, I can remember my best friend and I watched, I mean, we probably watched that movie a hundred times as kids, like every time we got a chance. And I've been anticipating the, that sequel for quite a while. And now that I know you're in there, it's going to be even, even better. I'm, I'm excited to see that when it finally, is it, is it coming on? I know they sold it to a, to a streamer, but I can't remember who. Yeah, it's going to be on Amazon on March 5th. Okay. Wow. Uh, and the trailer is hilarious. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, I can't um, wait to see it. Yeah. So it's going to be good. Um, just uh, for for the Marvel fans, like, oh, it's Phil again. <laughs> there he is. You know. And I know you said um, that you like to hop on social media, and you've been pretty busy on there lately. Do you want to let us let our fans know where they can find you on social media? Sure. Yeah, uh, I'm on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is Dave Langell, and then my Instagram handle is David Langell. So. There you go. Yeah, I, 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 I've, you know, this past week I, I, I've been checking it every day. So uh, engaging and, and re reposting all the Schwimmer, all the Schwimmer tweets. <laughs> uh, it's very fun. We'll we'll make sure to tag when we, when we publish the interview. We'll make sure to tag both those accounts and get it get it out there for you. Um, Charles, you have anything else? No, I'm just glad this finally happened. It's a, it's a fun fun chatting with David. Oh yeah, yeah it's was... been a blast. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, yeah. thank you so much for joining us. This was this was awesome. We appreciate your time. Hopefully, Anytime. when when all the episodes come out, we can get you for an interview where you don't have to be in hot water anymore. <laughs> yeah, let's hope. Let's hope. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Sounds great. All right. Thank you very much, David. All right. Thank bye, you, guys. David.